Okay, time for a midweek update. Let's take a look at some numbers. As of yesterday, Tuesday, March 24th, there are now more than 46,000 cases of coronavirus in the U.S. 384,000 cases are reported globally, with more than 16,000 deaths. On Monday, the U.S. had 100 deaths in a single day. That's a first. By Tuesday afternoon, there were nearly 700 deaths in the United States total. The number of coronavirus cases in California surged to upwards of 2,500 Tuesday afternoon, and the death toll statewide has climbed to 51. Tragically, on Tuesday, Los Angeles County reported the first death of a person under 18 years old. According to officials, the young victim was a teenager from Lancaster. A grim reminder that COVID-19 can have devastating consequences for any of us. We want to help you stay safe. On this episode, Christina Pascucci talks with Dr. Darshan Shah, who has advice on things everyone can do right now to help boost your immune system and help keep you healthy. But first, Christina hears from a man who learned firsthand how dangerous the coronavirus can be, as it reminds us that just because you don't feel like you have it doesn't mean you don't. So how did you figure out you had this? Well, I know that I was exposed on March 2nd. I got confirmation of it on March 7th. We're going to call this guy Chris because he wants to keep his name out of this. Chris was one of the earlier positive tests in Los Angeles County. He lives in the South Bay, but he believes he contracted the virus during a business trip up north to the Bay Area. I was traveling, but I wasn't traveling to an affected area. I was just at a work meeting with someone who had been at another work meeting where he had been exposed. I mean, I was in a four-hour meeting in a conference room about two or three people down from him, and I shook his hand when I got there, so pretty sure I got exposed. And so, I, you know, I happened to be in the, the wrong, you know, 12-person room with someone who had been exposed, and I didn't have any, you know, the symptoms that they told me to, to watch for, you know, the big one that they talk about is fever. Um, and I didn't have any fever until March 12th. Chris was asymptomatic for 10 days. Had he not been alerted earlier on that he had been exposed, he could have passed the virus on to countless others without even knowing it. From what we've talked about, it sounds like it was a crazy journey for you to even get tested. It was a crazy journey to get a test. I, I called two hospitals after I learned I'd been exposed. I called one nursing care facility. Uh, all of them told me um, that LA hospitals weren't doing testing but was basically told monitor my fever unless it went over 100.4. So that was the sort of, you know, symptom metric that I was really looking for. By the 10th, I called an urgent care clinic. I was able to convince them with my story to get an order for a test. I then went to a lab court facility. They turned me away and said, no, you have to get a swab done by a primary care physician. So then I called the primary care physician. I don't have one here locally. They couldn't take me on because I wasn't an existing patient. So then I went down to the local hospital. Now I'm actually physically at the hospital. At this point, I had a pretty dialed story, even though I wasn't exhibiting any fever symptoms. I, um, I had a sort of dry throat at the time. Given my exposure, uh, they were willing to run a test. And after all of that, he still had to get tested for other strains before finally healthcare workers agreed to test him for COVID-19. And only when I was negative to those did the swab that they had taken get, you know, approved or whatever languages by the county to be tested. And then and then it was a two day wait. My biggest learning of, of all of this was, you know, they're not necessarily testing to slow 
the spread, there's no way to actually deploy that many tests. The tests are being pushed um, to really identify people to treat. You were really good about alerting all the people in your community, all the parents of your kids' friends. What was that process like? I wanted to make sure that I could let people know around me at work mm-hmm. uh, and my family and whatnot, uh, you know, how to act differently. So, you know, for instance, as soon as I heard about my contact exposure, I went into quarantine. And then we've done contact tracing at work and a lot of other people have gone to quarantine that hasn't spent any time with me within the right window. We just have to make bigger moves in terms of, you know, social distancing and whatnot. Chris says a lot of the confusion from the county and the healthcare system has come from guidelines changing day by day. There was just a fair amount of uncertainty in terms of just what procedures they were supposed to follow. I mean, as a clear example, they told me that the county would call me after the test was run. And I called the county in the like a day after it was run, and they said, oh, no, the, the requesting physician will call you after we fax it back to them. Chris's kids, they quarantined with him right away, and he says at this point, as of March 25th, they haven't showed any symptoms. And there's this. You know, there were a couple other people that were also in the meeting with me who I've kept in touch with uh, that haven't got sick. I ended up having a red eye that night, so I slept, like, you know, four hours with dry, plain air, and uh, I'm pretty sure that was a, you know, a good way to welcome in a virus to my respiratory tract. Which brings us to our next guest, Dr. Darshan Shah. He is a wealth of information when it comes to everything you need to know to boost your immune system. Gotta keep your immune system functioning well right now. So my top three or four things is number one, get seven to eight hours of sleep every single night. This is not the time to lose out on sleep. Get your sleep routine and your sleep environment optimized so you get that full seven to eight hours every single night. Secondly, I know we're all at home, we're all watching a lot of Netflix, but you definitely got to get moving. 30 minutes of exercise at least two or three times a day. You know, a lot of people are going to the supermarket buying stuff that could last in your closet for in your pantry forever. Now's not the time to be eating that stuff. You want to be eating green leafy vegetables. You want the most nutritious food that you can be eating. White blood cells on your immune system these nutrients. And lastly, even though it's really tempting to open up a bottle of wine every night, now's not the time to do that. Alcohol directly affects your immune system. Dr. Shaw is a surgeon, an accomplished entrepreneur, and the founder and CEO of Next Health, a longevity center here in Los Angeles. says make sure you're nourishing your body. There's a lot of frozen vegetables that you get that are actually very nutritious and easy to make. Like in 30 seconds, I get frozen broccoli, frozen peas, all sorts of different mixes of vegetables. They're super easy to make and actually pretty tasty with a little bit of spices on them. And I think what's really important to realize is not more what you should be eating, but what you should not be eating. It's the processed foods, it's the stuff that, you know, those refined carbohydrates, the white bread, and the He recommends taking vitamin D, 2,000 to 5,000 IU, a multivitamin and a good omega-3 fish oil, and right now, he says, an opportune time to create new habits.
outside for a little while. Find Dr. Shaw at next-health.com or on Instagram, Darshan Shaw MD. We'll also tag him in the notes. Thanks, Christina. We'll bring you more Coronavirus Daily tomorrow. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen so you never miss an episode. You can also find all our episodes at ktla.com slash podcasts. Reach out with your questions or stories on Twitter. Use the hashtag KTLA podcast. Thank you to those of you who have rated and reviewed the show and for sharing it with others. For the latest up-to-the-minute coronavirus news anytime, be sure to visit ktla.com or the KTLA News app. Thanks for listening.